Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers! Welcome back to The Flash Season 1, Episode 7, Power Outage. I'm your host, Proxy Stryer, alongside Tar Miller. Hey, hey! Ashley Daniels. Hi! And we are so sorry that this is a few days late. Uh, happy holidays to everybody. We hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. And we are unbelievably excited that you guys requested us to do this show, even though it was after the weekend. You guys wanted to see it. So here we are with David Bowie's version <laughs> of Hero. Thank you, Ashley Daniels, for this week's pick. You're very welcome. Good job. You just, just call brilliant. a little bit of Google. <laughs> heroes and that's what came up I love it I love it you guys remember at home to keep posting your hero songs that you want us to start with I think we should open it up a little bit it doesn't have to be called heroes anymore as long as it's about the hero genre yes yeah that's be good. saving others yeah like other yeah oh, that's no absolutely saving. like save me there's a song yeah, yeah. Like, let's use the word save as well okay yeah, that right. works so we've opened it up a little bit guys I have to say the biggest bummer was not watching this episode with you guys because yeah. I feel like it enhances it so much but I did watch it enough times that this was one of the best episodes of the season yeah. I agree and a lot of people have said that too that I talked to that love the flash they said this is one of their favorites since the first one absolutely and what's actually cool about the fact that we are doing this a little later is that I went and got to watch I mean, we support all the other after uh, all the other after shows or all the other podcasts that are talking about the flash because we're flash fans so we love to hear like the flash podcast everything yeah and so i actually got to listen to all their opinions on the show um before we're taping now and i feel like everybody is saying they want to criticize the show but they can't because it's so good yeah which is Unbelievable! So congrats to CW on another hit. It's not just a fluke. We are seven episodes in, so we know it's going to be good all season. Yeah, has everything you want. Exactly. Okay, let's get right into, I was going to say tonight's episode, last week's episode. And just so you guys know, we will be doing uh, tomorrow's episode tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. there will, will be no more delays. Um, all right. So what we call our Scooby gang and Barry are back together, um, but the leader of the pack Wells has a few secrets and we're learning more and more about him and the more we learn the less we actually know and we're introduced to another character tonight Gideon so Gideon is Wells computer person who Mm -hmm. is I guess like his diary kind of holding all of the entries um 
this was a really interesting twist. We've seen the newspaper article. We know that he is either from the future or is able to receive things from the future. But now this brings it to a whole new level. What did you guys think about Gideon and where do you think we're going to go with that duo? Can we call them a duo? Uh, yeah, we could call them a duo. Like, if, if you can qualify uh, Iron Man and G- Jarvis to right. be a duo, then you could, yeah, you could definitely throw them in. I thought that it was really cool just having this uh, computer that can see all the different timelines, or at least it can see into the future and adjust for what's there and what isn't. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we see that the Flash loses his power, you see that all of his influence is gone, and it can kind of predict that and do checks and balances in that way. Why is Wells making all of these entries. It seemed like we saw the quick flash of, <laughs> pun intended, of <laughs> all of the entries. There was a bunch of them for every single day since the particle accelerator, if not from before that. Why is he writing everything down? This isn't just like a dear diary, woke up, ate breakfast, went on a run. This is like a all about the flash. So right. why do we think that he's doing this? I, I feel like it's because in this moment now, in, in this is shaping everything that's going to happen for the future. And it's very important that whatever is going on with Barry right now is com- documented. So that when he does go back to the future, which I think he's going to do, when when I say him, I mean Wells, mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to need to use anything from the present moment that he's in to help him when he's in the future. So it's very important that whatever's going on right now in the present is documented is is something that he can refer back to if necessary. Right. Do you guys think that, or at least for me, it made me feel like Wells knows less than I thought he knew because he's having to ask this computer what's going on. So if he was from the future and he's seen the future, then why would he be so concerned about what's going to happen if he supposedly already knew what was going to happen? Well, uh, the events that are happening essentially changed everything. Right. So, I mean, and him being a scientist, it's like checking your results um, from an experiment and, and if, say that an anomaly took place, then you have to go and back and recheck your graphs and all that stuff. But why was this an anomaly? Why didn't this happen in the version of the future that he thought was going to happen? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But because if the particle accelerator was going to explode anyway, or the incident took place, then wouldn't this exact uh, process had taken place already? Well, it kind of harkens back to something we had mentioned, I think, last episode, mm-hmm. where uh, he could just be someone who is trying to keep the future on track. Like, right. everything is essentially meant to happen. He's just kind of tapping it where it needs to be, but he doesn't have all the information. He's just going off of the little pieces he's getting from the future. Agreed. And I think that whatever's going on in the future... I I I wrote this down too. I um I felt like in those moments that he was talking to Gideon that um there is something beyond Gideon that he is working with. I feel like there is somebody in the future that is working with him, and mm-hmm. they are working on what you just said, basically keeping everything balanced, keeping everything how it's supposed to be going from this point on. But it's mm-hmm. not himself that he's working with. It's no. not him in the future. It's I I don't you know I don't know I don't think it is. I feel like I wrote down that I. Part of me thought that it was the reverse flash, right. just because we always talk about that. But we also say you're he changing could be your Professor mind. Zoom, <laughs> right? But I also wrote Professor Zoom that I thought, or um, right, and there was another one, flash. right? Well, right, 
Right, but oh, Professor Zoom is reverse flash, right? Yeah, which would yeah, which would be saying similar, right? Yeah. yeah, and then I also wrote down somebody else that I don't know a lot about, but I wrote down because I thought maybe you could explain it. Um, I was reading um, that some fans were saying maybe Z- Libra, and Libra is part of the comic world that I guess um, he he's I think he's about balance as well, and they were saying that there were some. Uh, people that were like really like the diehard fans that were talking about Libra and right. mm. about that. whatever um, it doesn't matter just brought, well, okay. I think that it's interesting so I did want to check in with you guys Ash and you you just started going there which is perfect where you guys are at with because every week we have to know what are you thinking Wells actually is so now you thought Wells was a version of the Flash and now you're switching a little bit to thinking he might be a reverse Flash or might be another DCU character that we haven't even thought of yet whether I, whether he is the reverse Flash or not I don't know I don't know obviously I'm always going back and forth I feel like you have all the answers she but knows. I feel like she reverse does. Flash might be working with him Okay. And he's from the future, and then there are... So you get right. more of a villain vibe from him than a hero or anti-hero? I get, I get actually... I don't get more of a villain. Um, I'm completely neutral with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Tari, what are you thinking? I feel like he's more of a uh, a middle neutral moving into being a villain. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's a chance, especially with what we see at the end, that like he starts out in a more like, uh, he doesn't like people, but then he goes crazy trying to replicate or do something with the Flash's power. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like right now, as he stands, he's uh, chaotic neutral if we're going D&D standards. Um, and then he'll move into more chaotic evil. Well, let's go through his process tonight a little bit because I kind of felt like even though we had two big bads of the week almost, it was really Wells' story. Last week, we hear about... Um, we learn more about his history with his wife and the car accident and the tragedy. And this week, I felt like we witnessed him really have character growth and development by the end, um, which we'll, we'll get to what he finally does. But he is at his place, and this guy, Farouk, who we saw earlier in a flashback during Particle Accelerator, he was with his friends, like any of us would have been, and they're all drinking, and they're watching from afar. Like, it was a big event that was going to happen. Obviously never thinking that anything like this would take place. And he becomes blackout. Mm-hmm. And which is was an unbelievable... I thought that they did such a good job, again, with the special effects and taping it and me feeling, like, so panicky watching him up there. I felt like the Jewish grandmother that I am. I was like, get down from there, honey! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna yourself! Um, but he, he doesn't. No, nobody's listening to Roxy. Um, and, you know, I, I liked this big bad. I thought that it was really, really strong. It was different. And he was less... Uh, he was more in the middle than other people. So, you know, we saw Plastique, who was very good, and she and Barry was able to talk her out of things. And we've seen big bads that were awful, and there was no talking into them. There were moments tonight, though, where I felt like Farouk or Blackout was going to go and side with Barry. Do you guys feel like he was all bad, or do you think maybe there was a chance he was going to change his mind at some point? Um, I felt like he was more of a, a wild dog. Like, I never felt like he could be reasoned with because he was so fixated on Wells being the blame for his his friend's death which I mean technically Wells isn't to blame and nor is he it was just a freak accident right but I mean but he does blame him he, he does. does yeah 
which is unfortunate. Ash, did you at any point, were you looking at him thinking maybe he's going to be good like Plastique was, or were you always thinking, uh-oh, this is bad? I always thought he was bad, similar to what you said. Um, I didn't think that it was like he just he just decided to target Barry Allen, I mean, the Flash, or anybody in particular. It was oh, no, just he like, don't go after him. Right. It was just it was just that he happened to like it doesn't matter who's there. He needs to get fed. So it didn't matter to him who it was. Um, it wasn't as significant as somebody that's just there to kill somebody certain, and they were just there for a specific reason. You bring up a good point, and I forgot to mention this earlier. So Barry, this was the case of wrong place, wrong time for Barry Allen tonight, and on in all other versions of this like we saw at the beginning, it was hysterical because, you know, like at the coffee shop and he runs in, he gets everybody's things and he runs out and then he gets mugged and he's got like that really smug moment where he's like, I can't believe this. I can't believe of all people you're mugging me. This is amazing. Like, I love that. It was so cute. And then he got a little cocky and he was running late. So this kind of knocked him down a peg. Wrong place, wrong time with Farouk meant uh, I'm going to suck all your powers out of you and you're no longer going to be the Flash. Do you guys think that he needed that? If Farouk hadn't come and I don't, I don't even know how to describe what he did, suck the life out of him, right. suck the speed out of him, right. do we think Barry could have gone down a bad path similar to some metahumans that have? Um, I don't know if he would have ever gone down a bad path, but I think that he would have become a lot more reckless and probably endangered himself a lot more. If not himself, then his other friends, like the, the Scooby Gang, as we call them. So this was a needed setback. Yeah. Right. Okay. And um, I guess what he didn't actually when he removed the powers. That's why I had a question about this. They were saying that it was like he siphoned it, right? Right. So um, by doing that, I know that later on we see how he obviously gets his powers back. But is that something that he can do to every single? person that has powers or is that because I think I may have missed that so when you say he what are you oh, talking I mean, about Farouk can he take oh. can he siphon everybody's powers because he's because he's like the most uh, he's the most powerful like electrical I think it was he's yeah he has the the highest source of electricity on earth so like he can do that to anybody with any powers right not just right well I mean uh, it's not like a like a, a parasite or a rogue thing where he can absorb their power he's more just taking the energy that they have in their bodies and absorbing it into himself okay but now I think he... it's because he used to work for the rogues in the comic series that's why I was thinking that it was he could he could take them and actually keep them for himself right well he, it seemed to me like he could he couldn't outrun Barry at the end of this so he could take them but he couldn't put them into practice. Right. Right. He just kind of stripped them. And I don't even think that's what he was trying to do. He wasn't trying to take anybody's powers. He was just hungry. He was like, feed me, Seymour. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> strange little shop of horrors yeah, reference. Yeah, that's, All that's right. great. Sometimes it's just got to slip its way in there. You like know. your Grease 2 reference. That was right. okay. hey, You guys loved that. Yeah. Speaking of you guys, oh my gosh, mm. okay, you know what? You guys have been amazing. We already talked about how you asked us to come back. We came back for you. Can you do something for us? Please, please, please. If you have not already, go to iTunes. Rate, comment, subscribe. Five stars. We love it. The higher up on iTunes we go, the more we can keep the lights on, the more we can keep going bringing you guys great after shows so it's really really important go to YouTube comment we read everything we write back all of us are very active Jeff too we wish yeah. Jeff could be here tonight yeah. but he he can't do Mondays he will be back tomorrow you guys are like our new best friends maybe just mine especially <laughs> like oh someone talk to us no, like, I love it I'm obsessed no, you guys have been, we, you guys are so cool we are fans of yours as much as you guys are fans of ours so we're really really excited when you guys are keeping the conversation alive and always on Twitter so just keep it going throughout the week and make sure you rate comment subscribe okay yes back to you guys i yes. just was giving my best friends a little love for a second i guess i can i thought they were my you. best friends oh 
They're all our best friends. Okay, fine. We, we don't have to fight. Because we're the three best friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, oh, going back to Farouk, who is not one of our best friends, we find out. Um, you know, he was standing outside. After he takes Barry's powers, and he's standing at, um, outside of the... the Star Labs, yes. and he wants Wells to come down. I'm like, you would have to be an insane person to go down there right now. Look at his eyes. This yeah. guy's eyes were freaking crazy. Like, freaking me out a yeah. little bit. I almost thought because he was so human looking that, he, but just like strung out kind of, he was the scariest villain we had yet looks wise. What did you guys think? Who's the scariest villain we've had yet looks wise? Um, oh, that's a good question. I'd agree that he's the scariest because all the other ones have been super, not superhuman, but really they just look like normal people that could do stuff. Yeah, or even like Tony, he can transform, but as a normal person, he just looks like a normal dude. Yeah. yeah. This guy just looked like, oh my God, don't mess with him. He has some crazy makeup on or just hasn't slept in 14 years. I felt like he was like a sociopath in a way. Oh, absolutely. He had no feelings or emotions (laughs) whatsoever. And some of them, I feel like you could maybe break into them and kind of get their like, you know, their real intentions or their their weaknesses, but he's just like a psycho, ferocious animal. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, some of them you feel like you could break into. I have to say something. Yes. Uh, When we... (laughs) You guys know I've got that smug look, so I'm about to say something. Yeah. So when we were... Uh, last week talking about Tony and I said that I liked him and I could see like why he was good and you guys said that I just see the best in people that he was awful yeah okay I liked him again tonight there was a moment with him and Barry come on you had to see the love Barry like wanted to save him was like no Tony and it was like a West Side Story moment it was Um, a little bit oh my gosh oh my gosh so Wells who we're kind of on the fence with having issues with all episode it's like what's going on Let's out Tony so that Tony can distract Farouk and and make it. I don't even really get what he was trying to. He was just trying to get. I think get them the two of them to kill each other. He said he was buying time, but who knows what he's actually doing. Number one, that's messed up. Number two, when Barry finds out and Tony dies, Barry is really sad because nobody wants their high school bully to actually die. You just right. want to see them. Behind bars a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with that? So true. Yeah, because then you feel. I'm sure that Barry kind of felt guilty. He was like, "Wow, I took this guy out. I put him in the pipeline, and now he's dead." Right. Yeah. Because of me, and it's not really because of him. It's because of Wells, and Wells really didn't care. No. Wells was like, "Uh, sorry, Barry. If I have to choose between him and us, I choose us." What do you guys think about that? Do you agree with Wells? It was the right move. Do you think it was selfish? Do you think? What, what are you guys thinking about him? I'm so baffled by Wells. I know. I just I just keep asking so many questions about him because I, I think that the more we talk about it, maybe we'll figure something out. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, gosh, I, 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 there's definitely a reason behind every single thing that Wells does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only times we'll ever see him being a little bit confused or just you know, at, like we saw when he was talking to Gideon, just you know, asking the same question over and over again is like. Those are the moments where he can let out his vulnerabilities and right. be a little bit confused or whatever. Otherwise, all we do is see him do these crazy things that we just assume make sense in the end for him. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Um, I, I thought that it was a really sentimental moment, though, when Farouk looks at, finally Wells does come out, Farouk looks at him and says, like, you don't care about the people. And he says, and just starts naming names and says... I know every single person that I killed. I know every single person. And I was like, oh, wow, so you do have feelings. By the way, 
at least half of the people on his list are people in the are metahumans or people in the DCU. So yeah. that's going to be really remember elongated man was on there there was a lot of different cool yeah. ones. There's um, um, amazing man, Adam Smasher, Adam Hero, Smasher, yeah. Fire, right. Damage, Jay, and then um, Adam, Adam, Adam yeah. Smasher, and obviously yeah. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, and Ronnie Firestorm. So, and and we know he's coming. So that was a little nod to that. I thought that that was really cool, and it made me think about uh, Wells as a person again. Like, oh wow, he really, really does know that. Did you, was that a poignant moment for you guys, or were you just like, oh, whatever? He's doing this just to get some sympathy. No, I mean, I, I. I believed him, and I believe that he is ultimately doing what he believes is the best course of action. It's like Barry was saying, like, he's a chest guy, like, mm-hmm. chests with no T. Um, <laughs> he's a chest chest. Guy. <laughs> he's also kind of a chest guy, but both. Well, he's a chest chest guy. Be? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, for him, everything is a calculated move, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't always take in, into account the, the human factor, but I think that he, deep down, he really cares about, like, the people that he affects. I agree. Can we pause for a second? Because I think that I see a little Superman yeah, poking through. Yeah, I know. Look at is that, that. What's going on? Ooh. Wait, oh my gosh. Why would you cover that? Do you I was, think he's actually Superman? Hey guys, don't go I blowing my it. secret identity. Wait, you have it. to show I everybody. <laughs> he's Superman. <laughs> I love the undershirt. Well, I just want to say my, my Wonder Woman <laughs> nightgown came in. Nice. <laughs> like, it's really cool. It's like, it's more like a dress, but they said it's a nightgown, but I'm not sleeping in it. I'm going to wear it. I'm sorry. Oh. Did we not get our leggings this week with uh, that Can hat? we wear them tomorrow night? Oh, we got to wear them. Okay. Wait, do you guys see our leggings tomorrow? <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrew. We're yeah. getting, I know. Andrew Lee's best. We're getting all superhero stuff. It's so Amazing. Exciting. I'm so nice. excited. Um, I just wanted to mention one thing. Yes. Um, I forgive me. I don't remember who, where I was reading this. Um, I did a lot of research on some of these names. Um, Shocker! But someone you with your mentioned. Did research? <laughs> Never guess. Gideon. Love you. Yeah. My Jewish friend over here. Is it true that it was he uh, Gideon in the Hebrew Bible was the judge of the Israelites? Um, because I know in it's also in, in Catholicism. It was the name Gideon was also, but it was something well, with. I'm gonna get shot by somebody because I don't know if I know the answer, but I thought that Gideon was the one with the hair that, or is that a who Lazarus? Are you you thinking of Samson? Samson, Samson's exactly what I'm thinking of. I want to find out more about Gideon, the name Gideon, because I think it's going to help us understand. I have a cousin named Gideon. Well, uh, there's a thing (laughs) where I do. (laughs) Did you think? Hey, just talking to your cousin. Um, Well, uh, Gideon is. then and the backstory is super duper complicated, but he's uh, what is known as like a new god. Uh, so, uh, in, in what world are you talking right in now? In DC universe. Okay, so th- we're out of the Bible, and we're into we're out our of the personal Bible. Bible. Okay, yeah. DCU. Okay, DCU. Um, Gideon is essentially a, a person. Like there are two planets. There's Apocalypse, and then uh, the home of the new god. This is amazing. Um, this is amazing. And so Gideon in DCU is one of the new gods, which uh, I was reading somewhere that there's also a new god that hangs out in a chair all the time uh, called Metron, mm. uh, which people are theorizing that could be who Wells is. Um, oh. That he's a new god? Yes. But then why would they? Why would he be in human form? Because he can do well, that? Well, they, they look like oh, people. Oh, maybe he lost but his Gideon powers. Look like people. Maybe he lost they his don't. powers. Um Oh, That's like, true. He, like he's been like he was a down, god, but, but yeah, yeah, but he's like, but he is. Well, we have so, so many theories. Well, oh, wait, we want to hear your guys' theories, though. That's yeah, most please. important. What are your theories? Keep going. Oh, well, oh, Metron at one point did disguise himself as a guy in a wheelchair. No. Yes. Wait. 
Really? Yes. Why didn't you tell us this? I was getting uh, He I, is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you hold out the goods. Good. You really I, do. I got to wait for it to be wow. suspenseful. Okay. Okay. So, so what does that mean? So he was disguised himself in a wheelchair at some point. What are his, what is he able, what is he capable of? Um, well, he's a time traveler. Mm. Um, and he, I mean, kind of just goes around and does stuff. He doesn't like to meddle with uh, time, but every t- so often he'll kind of jump in. Oh. Anything is this mm-hmm. in the Flashpoint paradox? Because I know that was all about time travel, and that was re- referenced a lot in last night, last week's episode right. slash the one we're talking about. Tonight. I hope you guys love how nerdy we're getting on. <laughs> it's so good. But was was he part of that? Because um, you mentioned time travel, and I know that was right. a huge part. Of it. Well, time he- travel is in a lot of Flash. <gasps> Yeah. Right, but I think that what they were saying tonight is because Barry right now doesn't do time travel, mm-hmm. but I he can't think, yet. He's right, not fast he can't yet. Right, but I think that's obvi- obviously we know that's what he's working toward or what they're having him work toward, and right. I think that's maybe. Well, a reason I mean, why. the I know that the the paradox reference specifically, especially in the newspaper that we see, mm-hmm. is because since Barry's never, I'm going to spoiler alert this spoiler alert. Um, so, since Barry uh, Wait, where isn't is there it? to disappear... Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Thank you, Marissa! <laughs> uh, so, since Barry isn't there to disappear um, in the Flashpoint Paradox, um, basically, you see in the newspaper that like the Red Skies are still threatening, so that's still a thing, as opposed to like when we first see it in the first episode where it's like red sky red skies are clearing yeah. you know flash up disappears um because i mean essentially at some point he's supposed when he disappears he it becomes the lightning that creates the flash right so if wells is trying to make everything happen as it's supposed to he's trying to make uh barry end up at that one place so that he can disappear and become barry huh God. Wow. Wait, Ooh. speaking about the newspaper for a second, and while we're getting nerdy, so I'll just be on this. I have a picture of it as well if you want to read it. Yeah, I would, well, it changes every time, but what's interesting to me is that they put an actual April 25th, 2024 is the date on there. And I was watching with my brother, who's like you, who's just unbelievable with this stuff. Shout out to Jet Stryer. And he was telling me, because I said, I think it's weird that they put a date because are we going to have to wait until that point? And he was like, well, it could always change. You just saw the future's always changing. That could be pushed up by 10 years. It could be pushed down, like, whatever it is. So I was zooming in on all the parts of the newspaper. On the left, on the bottom left, we've got that thing, something about, it's a shout-out to Wayne. So okay, that's obviously, what I was just to, pointing yeah. to right Obviously, now. we've, we've got a Batman reference. Right. On the right, we've got the red skies. And above, we've got about the Flash. Um, so every time, I think that this newspaper is going to be more important than we even give it credit for. Yeah, exactly. More important than we are even giving it credit for. And every time it comes on the screen, I think every person should pause and read and see where we're at with things because mm. it's always changing and it, it makes for a different future. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've uh, given you all of our newspaper madness, let's move on a little bit to talking about something that I think you guys might be a little mad at me Four, but I'm going to say it anyway. Let me say, you love the Clock King. Oh, you no, think I'm he not, has I'm a huge there heart? Yeah, oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there. I actually the love the Clock King. I love him, but not, not there. I love how Caitlin loves Barry. You loved something. I, I was halfway how, there. I, you, you were. I love because you know my love face. It like looks like a sick puppy. I, I just know. Love, love. Yeah. I love that Caitlin loves Barry, and she's trying to help. And Cisco and Wells are. They have all different motives all the time, you know. And I'm always like, I don't know if you're looking out for his best interest, Caitlin. Caitlin is looking out for his best interest always with the tonight with the um 
uh, when he has to go on what's that thing a treadmill yeah, yeah. I'm like what's that thing you, what's run, that on? Thing you run on that I never go to <laughs> <laughs> right the treadmill <laughs> when it, he has to run on the treadmill and she like won't flip the switch and they have that moment and she says that she believes he's the one what like was chosen and he had a couple moments tonight and I'm like is this an Oliver Felicity kind of thing I don't know I know we're supposed to want him with Iris the same way that we were supposed to want Oliver but it's just like I don't know. I feel sparks here. And I know that Firestorm's coming back, so I'm torn. But is anybody else feeling sparks? I could see it. I mean, they definitely have a connection. And what she has over Iris is that she knows who he is. And she's been with him through all the, like, turmoil and trouble. So they have a deeper connection than I feel like. Iris is more of a crush. She is more of a romantic interest. Okay. Friends. All right. Friends forever. (laughs) BFFLs. That's all. So just to wrap up our big bad portion of the week, we Farouk ends up dying because Barry goes. Do we don't do we really know he's dead? Well, we see him in the body bag, and right. we see and we see Wells take his blood. He has this really creepy line like, y- um, "You stole the Flash's powers, and I want to know how you did that." And takes the blood. Meanwhile. We I don't see, think he's dead. I don't know. I, I think that he's dead because he's in the body bag, but I'm not sure. But what we see is that the mist is actually watching. And he go, turns over to him when he's in the pipeline and goes, shh. And now, I don't know. I'm thinking, as I said, I think some sort of army is starting. Who is down there anymore in their prison? Because Tony's not there anymore. Is I think it's just, just the mist, mist at chilling this by himself? Yeah. Well, I... Lonely. I do. <laughs> I don't think he's dead. I have a feeling that, like we saw with the newspaper and with, with you know, I'm not with the newspaper. But, but you don't think people. Tony's dead or Farouk's dead? I don't think Farouk's dead. Mm-hmm. Because just like we saw with Wells keeping track of every little moment, I think he's studying every single thing, including, I think he's just, he put him in the body bag to make everybody else think that he's dead and really he's going to go take him somewhere and study the crap out of him and he's really alive. Okay. But he hasn't been like a coma or something. Hmm. What about the moment, guys, that Barry saved Wells' life? That was the thing that got him to get his powers back. I mean, there was a lot of other things that happened before that, but that was the reason he was able to unleash it again. Is Barry... And then they had their kind of reconciliation moment at the end where he goes back and he's and he's running faster than ever and, and he's really working for him. Do you think Barry's really starting to trust Wells? Because early in the episode, he's like hating on him. And then towards the end, I felt like... Wells really has gained Barry's trust, which is scary. I think he has. I, I think he trusts him 100%. I think Barry, mm. I think Barry's still, still very young and, and still so, like, it's like winning the lottery all of a sudden. Like, you're, you went from being poor to being super wealthy and like, you just, you don't know who to trust because you're just like, okay, who wants me for my money and who wants me for this? And I think, you know, he gained all these powers so quickly that you're skeptical of everybody right. at first. But now it's, he's getting more comfortable with it. And I think the fact that Wells helped him gain his powers back, it just proves to him, hi, like, I'm on your team, just yeah. in case you were yeah. wondering. Or, I, I don't know if he's on Barry's team, but he's certainly on the Flash's team. Yeah. Well, yes. Which is, sometimes is different, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which yeah. is which is tough. Especially mm-hmm. when what's good for Barry is not necessarily what's good for the Flash, and vice versa. Okay, on the mm-hmm. other side of the fence, so we, did, we did have the whole Farouk blackout situation, but we also had Clock King come on tonight. So Clock King was actually on Arrow, mm-hmm. uh, season two, I think. Um, Robert Neppert. Who's yeah. unbelievable. And I think that this is so funny because he was one of the leads on Prison Break. We also know that Dominic yes. is coming back, was one of the leads on Prison Break, as well as Wentworth Miller, who was one of the leads on Prison Break. 
hysterical. I mean, we we have to ask you, David Rappaport, was Prison Break your favorite show? <laughs> I, I agree with you if it was because these actors are amazing. And Ash, that's why I laughed when you asked me if I was going to say I love Clock King because I thought, he, I mean, he's so talented. Yeah. That, yes, I love Clock King. Yeah. Yeah. I did an amazing watch, job. He did an amazing job. He is creepy beyond creepy. Well, did you watch Prison Break? Because I had never watched. Yeah. That. Okay. What was his um, in, like? What was the difference between? And he was also an Arrow, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, he was in an episode of Arrow, right? For, or a couple. Yeah, I think okay. it was just one episode, maybe a couple. What yeah. did you think of his um, his acting on Arrow versus this? Was there any difference? Because I've read a lot of different reviews from people about his. Well, here's the deal with him on Prison Break. Tari, did you watch Prison Break at all? I did not. He was a sociopath, like. Crazier than Clock King, like, really, but because just human would like stab you in the back, crazy. And he was a regular, so we got to know him really well. Right, yeah. like would chop people and pe- crazy. Okay, so when I saw him on Cl- in, on the show, and when he came on Arrow, I was like, oh, if he's gonna be a hero, we're gonna have a problem because mm-hmm. right, like right. I think he's how do you cross over? Right, that, right. But what I loved was the subtle differences. Like this was more comic book crazy. That was more like, I know people like you that would actually shoot me in my sleep. This was more like, and there were little bits that you were like, oh, wow. I guess you didn't kill him. You just shot him. So do you have some good in you? Oh, no, I did it again. Yeah, right, right. She did. Hey, I I predicted it. He's he's very talented. He did a great job in both. I understand why he got this job. Um, He's been in other things, too. But based off that, he's a great fit for it. Yeah. Um. And tonight, when he first sees Barry, which there wasn't much crossover between the Barry Scooby gang and the Iris and the Wests of the world tonight. We did see one Joe and I, uh, Joe and Barry scene, but really there wasn't that much crossover because they were each fighting their own big bad. Yeah. Uh, and when Barry didn't have his speedy powers, he couldn't go back and forth between the big bads. Right. So we, I did like the moment though where Barry, he's like, "Nice watch, and I'm Barry or whatever." Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Took all mine. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you probably did something bad." Yeah, <laughs> you creepy, creepy dude. Uh, so it was cool that they brought him over from Arrow. It just is further proving CW really has this world down, and they are doing the crossover. Um, we'll talk more about that in news and gossip, but. I think that they're doing a great job showing that. If they brought him on this and he was a different character, people would have been like, what yeah, it would have been so weird. <laughs> it would have been so weird. So that was really cool. Um, what did you guys think about how Joe and Iris got to fight Clocking? So Clocking flips everything on a dime on them, these people. Everything's black and he, and he starts controlling everybody and, and has the gun and completely has all of the control. Eddie's kind of hiding in the corner until he goes to shoot him. And as my brother and I scream watching the TV, why don't you shoot him in the head? Right. Like, what are you doing? What? Are, why don't you shoot him in the head? Why are you going to shoot him where he can live? Idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me think, though, because, you know, we're also curious. I know it's more focused on Wells, but we're also curious about Eddie. What are you guys thinking about Eddie? He clearly didn't shoot. He didn't have the best shot. Was that on purpose? Is he? What team is he on? Does he not have his powers yet? I think he's just a regular guy. Like I think his you name. Do? Yeah, I think his name is like a reference uh, mm-hmm. or more of a nod than an actual uh, for foreshadowing. Okay, mm-hmm. Ash, what are you thinking about Eddie? Do you think that he just has his powers, but they haven't been? accessed yet or do you think that he's just a normal guy i i used to think a lot more that he that he did have powers and but i just at this point i feel like 
he may not be aware of it yet mm-hmm. because he's just so regular. I mean, there's nothing. He's like he is so he, he's just a regular civilian as far as I'm concerned. There's oh, just yeah. nothing about him that that makes me think anything. I mean, he won't even he's you don't even I don't even know how the Iris even finds him remotely attractive. They just don't see not physically, but just like there's nothing about him that screams anything. Like he's not going to go like run through fire for his girlfriend, or he's not going to go and just go <laughs> save somebody. He just he's just so regular, and it just and and. It could also be because in, con- in in comparison to all of these people he's around, he's pretty boring. But as of right now, he either has powers, he's not aware of it, or he's just regular, he, old, you know. Yeah, here's the crazy yeah, like part Joe. about him, though, and about this show. Even if we were on season seven, I'm still going to be, and he was still regular Joe Schmo. I'm still going to be asking the same question because of his name. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they did that on purpose. Of course they did. They're trying to mess with us. (laughs) And we're going to stand for it because we love it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, I don't know what his deal is. I know that he didn't have the best shot and that he instead got shot himself. Uh, All right. Then... Joe really saves the day because he's got this genius idea. By the way, Joe, very smart with all of his... He knew all the time references that was going on. I loved their banter. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And he really saved the day. Um, And he knew... I'm sure he knew when he said, you're not going to let her say goodbye, that he was... He was... um, What is it called? Packing heat? What is it? Packing heat. What does it mean when you have a gun on you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's holding. He's holding. Oh, I really just... I don't even know what to call what I just did, but that was a bummer. Okay, I don't even know what you're... I don't know the truth. I don't know. He's packing heat. But I'm sure he knew he had an ankle holster on and that he had a gun, so he got Iris to go over there. Thankfully, uh, Eddie figured out what he was doing. Uh, Iris seemed to care a little bit that he was shot, but she was kind of like, I feel like she would have cared more if it was the Flash dying in front of her, right. to be perfectly honest. But the, the one bummer about this part for me is I'm still a little confused, and maybe I missed something in the twice that I watched it, I'm still a little confused with what's going on with Clock King, because we hear the gunshot, mm-hmm. we know that she's okay and she's with her dad, um, I'm assuming that she didn't kill him. No. Uh, so, so he gets taken away. Like he's just going to go to prison then. Uh, assume so. Like, Iron Heights. He had a, a, a band around his leg. Right. So I'm assuming like he got shot in the leg, and mm-hmm. so they're just going to throw him back in prison. Okay, so that's what we're going to assume. Yeah. All right. That makes me nervous. I, I just I feel like when you put I, I just am scared for Barry's dad. He's in there with all these bad guys and. And he's not a metahuman, Clock King, so we can't put him in, um, we can't put him in, in under, pipeline. right? So instead, obviously, we, and nobody even knows the pipeline exists except for the Scooby Gang. Right. So we gotta put him in Iron Heights and poor Mr. Allen. He's, he's just <laughs> in there with some really bad dudes. Yep. And if Barry ever wants to break the entire prison out, all these people are gonna come out. Clock King, and he has a way of returning. You return from being off arrow. Time and time, wait for no man. Nice. You're so smart. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I just, I don't know. What are your guys' favorite <laughs> clock time quotes? Let us know. Yeah. <gasps> See, I'm throwing so many things to you guys just because I love when you guys comment about things. So I just think that I'll start asking you guys random questions and hopefully you'll I just love it, though. They're geniuses <laughs> that live in this world and hang out on YouTube, I'll tell you. I know. I know, I love and that. we know them. <laughs> They're our friends. It makes us smarter. It's the best. Okay, so 
What's interesting is that people are giving Iris the credit on this one for doing the takedown. I kind of feel like Joe was the mastermind of the situation. If you guys had to pin it on one person, who really took down Clock King tonight? Was it Eddie, was it Joe, or was it Iris? I want to believe it was Iris. I love anything that, you know, woman power. Woman power, exactly. Yeah, I mean, she, what'd she say? Sometimes a girl just has to save herself. I was like, I just wanted her to go like, yeah. Just like do some type of like <laughs> freeze power. frame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was brave. But it was brave. I think also she's quick to assume that she, you know, she wants so badly. She's very tough. We know that. She wants so badly to have a name for herself that she's she can't be messed with, and she's and she was showing off a little bit for the flash. She was. Like you, yeah. you're not the only one who can save exactly. the day. Exactly, kind of exactly. And we saw some showing off too. And I wanted to bring that up because um, I mentioned that a few weeks ago that in um, League of what is it? Uh, I can't forget, oh, the, forget the name. League? Why am I forgetting the name tonight? That's the it's third Justice time. League. The Justice League. The car- I call it the cartoon that I watched. The Justice League. <laughs> I had mentioned that I the Flash it. in there, who is I believe it is Barry. He's um very Wally. shows off. Oh, he's Wally. Yeah. But he shows off a lot. The Flash in the cartoon. Yeah. And like tonight, like we I know you already mentioned it, but like he does show off a lot. Well, it was well, interesting mm-hmm. to see that. What I'm really loving um about this is the fact that Barry and Flash are so different. Like, Flash f- feels so much more comfortable in what he's saying. You know, he's like, you deserve to be summoned yeah. to be on time. Yeah. Barry would never say that kind of thing. So I, I do like that. It's the same way that anybody who's ever played Superman, like, I love Christopher Reeves because it's like, he's so different as Clark and, and as Superman. I love when you can really, really tell the difference between their superhero self and their actual self. Yeah. And so, it makes you think if we were all, if we all had that ability to have just something else that we could kind of shield ourselves, how would we be? Would yeah. we be a little more confident? Would we be yeah. evil? Would we be extra nice? Who knows? You know, what would we say? What would we do? Exactly. Because the particle accelerator didn't actually do anything to his personality. He's just feeling more confident because exactly. he's got this special skill. So that's really cool to see. Um, and I, I love the flirtation going on there. I know I said that I like it with Caitlin too. I'm just somebody who likes to yeah. root for couples. So, yes. you yes. know, this is a CW show. I'm allowed to talk about relationships. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So then everybody is fine after the night and... Except for Eddie is a little on drugs, to say the least. Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of loopy and out of it. And Barry um, goes back, goes to the hospital to visit. And he he does something in front of Eddie that if Eddie wasn't on drugs, would have showed who he was. Which made me think it was a little silly because we saw him at the beginning of the episode tonight being a little reckless. And the whole message was that he's no longer reckless. And I was like... That's a little bit of a close call. Like, right. I think you still are a little reckless. I think you probably still right. would go get everybody's coffee, but at yeah. least you're learning yeah. that only do those things when people are on drugs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what a great lesson. Yeah. I'm hoping it comes back to bite him, because he's been doing a oh, lot really? of stuff like that. And, and this isn't Eddie's You're rooting first time. against our hero. I'm not rooting against our hero. I'm rooting for drama, I guess. <laughs> um, because, I'm on, amen. I'm yeah. on that page. Yep. That's what I'm all about. But, like, because Eddie's been seeing little hints of metahumans here and there. So I want him to be more intrigued and, like, try to dive into it. Okay. I could, I definitely could see that. I just, I think that if he's not careful, you know, I think about the most, uh, I think about Man of Steel and how his dad so badly didn't want anybody to know he was Superman and, like, died because of that. And I think about this and I'm like, 
All right. Is it going to really be that bad if people know that you're the Flash? Maybe it will get you all the ladies. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not that he can handle Speaking any more ladies. <laughs> Superman. Yes. Um, Give it to me, Ash. Um, well, this is a question for you, Tari. Just right. curious, and obviously, Roxy, if you know as well. Um, but we tend to we tend to look this way when we have some intellectually challenging well. questions. Um, so we Barry's um, energy it's it's stored the similar similar to how Superman's powers are stored, right? Okay. Um, Sort of. All right. So, Superman. Are we nerding out again? You a mentioned Superman, bit. so I have to just ask no. this. I have a question for him that I put down. We so. need to make a. Um, we need to make a sound bite. Nerd alert! Nerd alert! <laughs> we need that. It's good. I love it. It would be going off every five seconds. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but well, so Superman's cells are stored from the sun. Like he gets his energy from the yellow sunlight, whereas Barry as a speedster, taps into this thing that's called the Speed Force, which I feel like they're trying to kind of point us towards now, as they're showing that, like, you know, once he was, wasn't was thinking about his powers, he was able to just let them flow through him. So it's him tapping into the Speed Force, which is an external force, but an internal force. So it's, like, the force. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that's the main difference. Like, he can just channel it being a speedster, which I think... He also becomes it at some point. Oh, um, okay. Because okay, okay. Because it was because yeah. And Barry's he, does he store it in his cells? Huh? Does he store any of it in his cells? <laughs> Major right. yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more after. <laughs> stored in his butt. We will. Okay, yeah. his butt. We yeah, will discuss that. more after. We will have um, Professor Tari tell us more. Professor Tari. <laughs> I love it. Professor Tari. That's the new one. <laughs> that's what we call uh, you. Okay. Oh so we covered the episode. Let's get to a little bit of news and gossip. Um, there is more that we have saved. After Buzz TV News. There's more that we've definitely saved for tomorrow's night's episode, but I just thought this was a really cool Instagram that I'm going to have Marissa pull up. Um, and it's from somebody that we've only seen once so far. We know he's coming back from Robbie Amell, um, who's playing Ronnie. And this is it. Um, if you guys are looking right now, it's a picture of him and the other half of the Flash. And it says, the whole... Uh, sorry, other half of Firestorm, the whole hashtag Firestorm, which is interesting because we've heard a lot of different things. There was like a third person cast as Firestorm at one point, and then they weren't, and there's like some weird things around it. So this is the whole Firestorm. We know that it's going to be him and Garber. We know that we're excited to see Alias come on to the flash. Slash the Titanic. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, slash Legally Blonde, if, I'm, if I, I yes. feel like it. Yeah, totally. Yes. Um, so this is really cool, and I love watching it. It looks like um, our character Ronnie is getting his hands a little more dirty. He looks like he's been burnt a little bit. Um, so we wonder how we're going to do this. Are they going to be one body, two voices, two bodies? One like how these two merged? Um, I guess we will see. Mm-hmm. The other news and gossip that we will talk about, which isn't really news and gossip, but we, it's news and gossip for our show, is that. We have the crossover coming up, mm-hmm. which is tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, we will be covering the first half of it here on tomorrow, and the second half will be covered on the Arrow After Show on Wednesday. I'm actually going to go on to the Arrow panel and represent our team over there. We're going to have one of us. Yeah. We're going to have one of them come and represent their team and sit on the couch and talk to us about different specialty Arrow things. So we're really, Great. really excited. That is our news and gossip for After Buzz TV. Awesome. Nice. Well, let's get to some predictions. Yeah. And now, your After Buzz TV Alright guys, so this is a very hard week to predict for because we have not one but 
two weeks. Um, you know, here's my big thing. You guys can chime in after. We know that Barry and Oliver have differences. We know they deal with things differently. I think that people keep tweeting, "Is who's going to win? Is it uh, metahuman versus experience? I don't think there's going to be a winner. I don't think it's like one of them's going to end up dead. I think it's going to somehow be they both need each other in order to take out a different big bad. Right. What are you guys thinking? Um, well, I know that uh, the rogues take a take a a front seat in this episode or in the crossover episode. So that would be our prison break stars. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um so we got so, Captain Cold and um uh, Heatwave Heat Wave. uh and then uh Captain Boomerang. Oh all yeah. All the captains. Right, which is interesting because we just saw Boomerang at the end of the last Arrow episode. Right. Um made an appearance, so. So, I mean, and from what I from what I've seen, it, it seems like Arrow is going to be kind of teaching him how to fight because Barry, as as darling as he is, he does not know how to throw a punch. Very true, but Arrow's willing to kill and Barry's not, so there's some things Barry might be able to teach Barry. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and also I'm wondering if there's going to be part of the episode where we're doing prison break trying to get clocking out. That was a joke. No prison break. Um, <laughs> Ash, what are you thinking for predictions? It's a good joke, Rock. Oh, thanks. Nobody <laughs> laughed, and I just felt really I self-conscious, I so I like you. chuckled. Oh. All your jokes are extra funny now. You're so sweet. I know you're lying and, and full of crap, did. but you're so sweet. Actually, no, I really did miss you. Okay. I missed you. I love you. Prediction. <laughs> for me, I don't know why, but I think Farouk's alive. Um, I just feel like you wouldn't risk just having him in a body bag if he's dead. Okay. So I think he's alive. And um, as for the crossover... Crossover. Okay, if we're gonna do for the crossover, um, ah. Uh, if gosh. people are saying Flash versus Arrow, if they actually got into a fight, who do you think would win? Experience or actual power? <laughs> I'm gonna say at this point it's gonna be the Flash. I think he's gonna surprise us all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are underestimating his power to to fight and to kill if he has to. Okay. If it's you know if it's necessary for the greater good. Do we think we have any time in the two hour crossover for there to be love lines? Like, how, are we going to address the Flash and Felicity, or are we not? Are we know on Arrow right now? Felicity just kissed uh, her boss, who actually played Superman. And, yes. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Her love life is is there going to be any sort of Barry moment, or did we get our moment and we are done with it? I think it's still going to track, still going to go on with the the Flash and Iris. Oh, okay. And I still think Barry is still going to be crushing when he is Barry, and she's not going to catch on at all. Um, I think that's going to happen later. I think they're really going to they're really going to stretch this out as much as possible. But I think Felicity or Caitlin, somebody might step in and make Iris feel a little bit like, wow, like Barry sees like someone else and for some reason now it's kind of because she did initially not really care that she kind of wanted Barry to to date but I'm feeling now like it might bother her a little bit. You don't know what you have till it's gone. It's the same thing that's going on with Oliver right now. Now he's seeing Felicity with somebody else and he's thinking like that so maybe Iris will see. It's human nature. Yep. I'm really really excited for this crossover. Tari did you have some I feel like you're Oh, um, I will. I actually just feel like it's going to be all like sitcommy shenanigans. Like, it's like at some point, like, but pretty much, it's going to be like, oh, you kissed Felicity. I'm mad at you, Barry. Yeah, right. 
That's what he's... Can we say that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> we and, and we've gone from Professor Tari to... <laughs> That's brute Tari. He's a man of many personalities. <laughs> That's true. Maybe he's a metahuman. He's got two sides. He's well, from. he's got the preppy side and then the super... Yeah, it's true. Powers. It's true. Okay, guys. So thank you so much for talking to me tonight. If they want to keep talking to you, where can they keep the conversation going? Starting with Ashley... At Ashley Daniels on Twitter and Miss Ashley Daniels on Instagram. And I don't know what this is. It's hokey pokey. It's awesome. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And keep talking to Jeff because I know he wants to hear what you guys say. He tweets from at JeffMasters1. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com. Make sure you go to iTunes and YouTube. If you're on one, go to the other. If you're on the other, go to that. And rate, comment, subscribe. We love hearing what you have to say. Tweet at us, please, please, please. Until... Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. I love you. <laughs> Tomorrow. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.